Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Challenge Your Environment. This is your host, Big Rich. And uh, in this episode, I want to talk to you about bike riding and life, how the two of them compare to each other. A lot of you may already see it, some of you may not. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. In life, we have ups and downs. But it's not about having up and downs. It's about accepting the up and downs. Because once you can accept that there are up and downs in life, you can accept that you're going to need tools to get through these ups and downs in life. Now, for some of you that are very heavy into bicycling, you already know a lot about the about bikes and the different tools att- attached to them. For instance, the first tool, you. You're the first tool. You need to be in shape. You have to be in some form of healthy condition, meaning you put good food into your body. You're hydrated. You took the time to make sure you are healthy. Not only that, but you've got to make sure you're balanced. If you get on that bike and you don't have your equilibrium together, you don't have your glasses, whatever it is that throws you off, you may be crashing. There's a lot of things in life and bicycling that require preparing. The only difference is that when you prepare for life, it takes a lot longer. Whereas when you prepare for a bicycle ride, you can do that pretty quick. Even a a relatively out of shape person can prepare for a bicycle ride relatively quick. Um, One way to start, stop drinking sodas. Start drinking water. Start stretching. Getting good oxygen into your body. And then take the next step and get on the bike. So that's the first tool. Now the next tool depends on the level of investment you wanna put into your biking. Sort of like life. Some of us say, I don't need college. Some of us say, I need college. I view clip-in shoes as sort of a college. Now, the reason why I say clip-in shoes, these are shoes that you wear that clip to the bike and make you one with the machine. And now when you pedal up and down, up and down, both your feet are working hard all the way through it. Now, I am not taking away from people that have not been to college in any shape, form, or way. But when you think about the system that we're a part of and they say college, 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 and you choose not to, you're kind of riding the bike without the clip shoes. Those are standard pedals. So when you push down and you come back up, you're not getting any of that extra energy coming back up. That's where that degree helps you. Then when you push back down, that's that labor, that's, that's experience, that's life, that's work. All of us gain that going to work. Then when you come back up, that degree helps you. And that's those clip-in shoes. But without it, you you lose that extra help coming up. So it's not to say that you're not going to get forward in life. It's not to say you're not working. It's not to say anything. In a lot of cases, you may be working twice as hard, if not three times harder, because you didn't get what the system says is required. And that is part of life. So we've established the tools here. The tools first are you. You have to have your mind, your body, and everything correct. Then you have to have the right equipment. That's your shoes. Then you have to choose what type you're going to use it on. Clip-ins, or you're going to use the regular standard. Once you're on that bike and you start riding, the next tool is your handlebars. You don't have a handlebar. You have no direction. You have nowhere to go. You can't control it. You're just going. You can lean, but realistic, leaning is not nearly as safe. When there's a pothole in life, you may fly right off of it. If you gotta take a sharp turn in life, you may not be able to handle that turn without without handlebars. So you need to have steering. So that's the other portion of this bike that you have to have between the pedals, the shoes, your body, the steering wheel. Each thing is required, but even more so, 
Knowledge on how to be, how to take care of each thing is required. Knowledge on how to take care of your body. That's why I said the first tool is your body. You got to drink water, eat healthy, stretch, exercise, get oxygen. The next tool, you got to know how to uh, which shoes you're going to use. Then you got to know how to use them. Clipping in out of out isn't always easy, which is why college is difficult. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not difficult. You can do it. You can achieve these things in life. So let's get back to the bicycle analogy and, and life and, and the tools. So we have our tools. We're ready to start riding. Or did we forget something? We didn't bring our backpack full of water and, and energy replacements like nutrition bars, um, almonds, nuts, different things like that. So we got to get our water and our almonds and our nuts. Now we may not have that at home. So we're going to do a quick ride to the local corner. In the process of getting there, we're gonna make sure everything is good on our bike. We're gonna make sure the gears feel good. We're gonna make sure the chain feels right. We'll get going. And that's before we hit the trail in life. That's our youth, that's our childhood. In our childhood, we're riding to the, to the store so we can get prepared for life. Once you get to the store, your decisions on what you purchase make a huge, take, have a huge effect on how your future is when you get older. You can get in that little corner store knowing you're about to go on a 10-mile bike ride, 20-mile bike ride, 30, 40, however long. You know you're going on an extended bike ride and you need things to get you through it. You're going to go in the store and buy Skittles, Snickers, and a Pepsi? Or you, and then say, all right, I'm ready for my ride. Or you're going to go in the store. And mind you, it's a corner store, which means you're not getting the best things in it. This is the closest thing to you. It's what's been provided near you. It's not the best, but it's what you can get. Hopefully, you're going to go in there and get a big old huge bottle of water. You might get some trail mix. You might get a a Nutri-Gain bar of some form, some sort of power bar, something to replace your calories, your carbs, your energy, things that you know you're going to need. That's your education right there. How you choose your education once you get into a certain age at that store, basically, how you choose your, your your future foods affects how you prepare out on the road. So now you take off. You have your two different riders. You have the one rider that left with candy and the one rider who left with water and nutrition. One who left with just experience and hard labor and one that left with the same experience and hard labor but also a degree now. They hit on the road. They get out there, they're pedaling, going through life. All of a sudden, a major heel comes. They're side by side riding. They're pedaling. They're going. They're going. Well, the one with that, with the energy, with the candy, well, he may take off. He's moving and he's going. But halfway, here comes that degree. And the guy that's already moving ahead of him looks back and here goes the guy with the degree moving up, moving up. And he's thinking, what? How? I started before him. I've done all this stuff before him. Well, the guy with the degree is clipped into his bike, so every strike, every stride he makes counts for him. Every single last one of them is energy put towards the goal at the end. The guy on the candy bar with, with the candy bars and the Pepsi and the flat and the standard pedals, well, he's got his hard labor, but he isn't, he's losing a lot of that energy on that stroke, and he didn't prepare right with his food. So he's working, he's working, he's working. It's not saying he's not going to make it. He's just going to work very hard. 
And once he gets to the top, then he'll be able to go from there. Why? He wasn't 100% a part of the system. And when they reach the top, the reward, they're at the top. Who has to sit there the longest just to recover? Or who gets to start going across that mountain view and looking off in the distance, riding across the top of that mountain, seeing all the beautiful sights? The guy that has the degree or the one that chose the healthier food, the better path, the one that's 100% a part of the system. The system that says this is how you survive. If you don't have a degree, you're not going to make it as easily. It's not saying you're not going to make it, it's just saying you're not going to make it as easily. Now, the guy that got all the candy and the water, he's up there, he's enjoying the view finally, but he's gasping for air. And he's saying, hold on, hold on, just wait a minute, wait a minute. And now what is he doing? He's looking over at the guy who brought water and saying, man, that sure does look a lot better than this sugary soda I have. Well, fortunately, he's with a good person who says, you know what, here's some water. I knew that wasn't gonna be good for you, so here's some water. That water that he just gave him is basically advice. The advice is next time we go, you need to be prepared. So we're gonna stop at the store down here, which is your chance to go back to school. This is your chance to make decisions in the future. This is your opportunity, but it's at the bottom of the hill. You've worked so hard to get to where you are now, and now you have another reward. Not only do you get the beautiful view of seeing everything across the top, but now you're gonna ride downhill. Some of us call that tax return. Um, Some of us call it unexpected money or a gift or unexpected, just good things, a job that fell in our lap, that pays and changes our life. Those are the good things. Those are our downhills. That's when we're just, Woo! Yeah! Feeling ourselves, right? That's when you're going downhill and you're making decisions, but those decisions you make there really affect you on the next hill that's going to come up. So you get to the bottom of it and you're thinking, I'm going to stop at the store and I'm going to get water. I'm going to get trail mix. I'm going to do what I saw that other guy do because he didn't struggle nearly as hard. So I'm going to do the same thing. You made a decision to change your life and to take that bike ride serious. Now you start riding up that hill and that same energy you had before is still there because guess what, you're in shape, you're smart, you're strong, you're powerful, but you had the wrong stuff given to you or chosen. You chose the wrong stuff. You can't say it was given to you because at that point in age, you made decisions and those decisions affected you from your choices. So when you chose that garbage in the store, you felt the, the repercussions, you felt the effects. Well, now you're going to change those decisions and hopefully you see those effects that you saw on someone else affect you the same way, positively. You start riding, you start riding, and you're like, oh my God, I'm thinking clearer. My head feels better. My body feels better. I can breathe as I get to the top. You make it to the top of that hill and wow, the view even looks better because you're not gasping for air. You're not struggling to keep up with everyone around you and then falling further behind. So you're able to take your time and enjoy the view, just like that person before that was with you on the degree that that just kind of rolled up the hill. Now you're enjoying the view together as equals. And it's not even that you're so much equals, it's just that now you both made smart decisions that affected your body that allowed you both to make it successfully on that journey in your own ways. Because you may have beat that person to the top this time. Doesn't mean that you both didn't enjoy it and now you're not both having good fresh air, circulation, and what have you because each individual is their own individual. So hopefully you can understand how the bicycling and life compare. Um, It's also like that with finances. Those finances start off in our life. 
Sometimes we have really good, simple, flat ground where money just keeps going. It's simple, it's normal, consistent, and it's just going. And all of a sudden, bam, something bad happens. And we have that dip. And I'm like, oh my God, the transmission went out. It's a $3,000 job. And where am I going to get that money? And so on and so forth. Well, the question is, is did you save the energy when you had all that easy, flat ground? Or did you overwork yourself? Did you underwork yourself? Did you not put energy away? Did you store it? That's our money. Did we store that money? Did we put it away? Did we reserve it? Did we do what we're supposed to do with it so that when the bad times come, we're ready for that mountain? We're ready for those problems. And then when the good times come, we're flying downhill, picking up speed on life. We're doing all this. Are we reserving our energy or are we going in it so fast that we crash and burn? And even on our good times, we have bad situations come up. Things like that, simply put, let's say graduation night. You're young, you're graduating, you just got out of high school or college because you're still pretty young on average, and your friends say, let's go out. Now, every night up until now, you've gone out, you've been fine, but now this night, they say, let's drink and drive. Now, you're having a great time. You just graduated. You are on the cusp of life on either one end or the other. You're about to embark on a great journey, but now you're at the crossroads of making a stupid decision or a smart decision having a backbone or no backbone. You say, yes, let's drink and drive. You could be that person who has that chance to go to college and has a full scholarship and they get in an accident and they lose their leg or they're hurt and can't follow through. Or you're the person that says, no, man, I am not ruining this, this downhill right now. I'm going to walk it if I have to, just so I can continue to enjoy this downhill. I don't want it to end anytime soon. Because in life, one major crash can make it very difficult for us to keep moving forward. And that's why we have to be logical. We have to think about our moves. We have to use it like bike riding. If you're not into bike riding, I recommend you go out there, get a bike, ride your neighborhood just a little bit and compare it to life. See the strains, the struggles, every stride in life, every day we wake up having to go to work. That's a stride. That's another stride. Every day we wake up paying our bills and putting gas in the car and, and, and seeing our children grow up and marry and move on. These are just strides in our life that we have to take. Now you can be connected to it or you can be separate from it. You can get full stride energy or you can only get partial. This is your decision. So you can either become a part of the system in whichever way it best suits you or you can stay separate from it. I am not saying that college is the only way, but I am definitely saying I have seen it help people more than not. So this is your episode, Challenge Your Environment. I'll be concluding now. Just want to leave you with that thought about bicycling life and the journey that we are all on and something for you to think about. All right. And hopefully I see you next time on the next episode. Hopefully you'll be joining me on my next episode. Have a great day. And as always, check out my books, Rise of the Witches, Challenge Your Environment, Cars and Guns, What's the Difference, Bob the Sasquatch. I have many books and I'm working on more. Thanks for your support.